welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, April the 19th, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's joy today, my friends, as we continue through this octave, these eight days. Happy Easter to you. Honestly, I hope and pray that that same joy, uh, if indeed we experience that joy on Easter Sunday, I hope that same joy lives and breathes and moves within you today. Oh, it's so good. So, again, we're just going to keep reading uh, these gospel accounts of, uh, of these encounters with Jesus and the resurrection. And today is a classic one. It's John's Gospel, chapter 20, verses 11 to 18. You'll know it. It's just so good. So, um, yeah, let's sit back. We're going to read the New American Translation. That is the translation. Uh, that uh, that we would normally hear at Mass. I realize, my friends, I am not without full knowledge that these last handful of podcasts have gone long. Hard not to go long when we're talking about the Eucharist and we're talking about uh, the sacrifice and, and uh, Good Friday and what that means and uh, talking about, of course, Easter. I promise to do my best to rein these in, try to get them back uh, at 20 minutes or under. So we'll see how this all goes. Just know I'm looking in that direction. We'll see how well I, I can corral it. That said, my friends, let's immerse ourselves into the gospel, for there's no better place to be immersed. John 20, verses 11 to 18. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Mary Magdalene stayed outside the tomb, weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, She turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he had told her. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, brothers and sisters, this is so good. This is so good. We hear, now again, this is the reason why we hear Mary Magdalene uh, called the apostle to the apostles, right? She was the first one to receive the news. She, she runs and tells them, and of course, they, they don't believe right away. But Peter and John run back out. I'll save that one because we're going to get to that, whether it's this week or next weekend. or It'll come. Trust me. It'll come. Maybe even tomorrow. Um, so what do we talk about here? 
again, all things Easter. It's, it's far bigger than anything I can say. But let's just talk about this. Mary Magdalene didn't understand what was going on. It's not like, brothers and sisters, the stone was rolled away. They peered in and saw the empty tomb, even after the angels appeared and said to them, you know, whom are you looking for? Gosh, read Mark's version. Mark's version, the, the young man in the robe, uh, and there's a whole other story with that, but the young man in the robe tells them he is not here, he is risen. And the women are afraid, and they go and they don't tell anybody. Or, or you know, the other ones, Luke, you know, they have to, they, wasn't that just yesterday? You know, they're afraid right away, and not only the angels, but Jesus on the road has to say, do not be afraid of what this is inviting us to. Because as Bridget said to us yesterday, change is hard. And, and even if it is change that eventually we will wrap our heads around and minds and see that we are in a better place, if not for all this that went on, it is hard to make that leap. Mary stays outside the tomb and weeps. And weeps for what is no longer present weeps for what is no longer real in her life. Even after the angels have said, whom, well, they didn't say, whom are you looking for? That was Jesus, which was so cool. Woman, why are you weeping? They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. Brothers and sisters, here's what I want to say. You know, we, we, I talk about the tree to him. You know, it's the three days. And I mentioned this last week. And, and people may say, well, it's actually four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But it's really three. And we talked about that. It's evening to evening, right? Thursday evening to Friday evening. That's where the Last Supper and, and the Passion take place within that first day, the death. The second day is that of Dormition. It's that in-between time. And the third day is the Day of Resurrection. It is Easter Sunday. It's why we begin at sundown with the vigil. And, uh, and the lights come on when we sing hallelujah finally and, and get to the gospel, to that story. And then we can hear the rest of the stories on Sunday morning. And we often, I don't say you, I, I just think humanity, often wants to jump from Friday to Sunday right away. Because we're not comfortable sitting in Holy Saturday. But brothers and sisters, and I think I mentioned this last week, but I want to talk more about it today. I think most of life is lived in Holy Saturday. Most of that life is lived between the hurt and the pain that we simply can't shake and we, and we stay with it. In the words of you two in that wonderful song, we get stuck in a moment and we can't get out of it. And, uh, and, and that's where Mary is. She's, she's weeping because... Good Friday has already happened. The pain and hurt reside with her. She cannot envision what is new and what is coming, even when it is present in front of her. And ultimately, Jesus has to say to her, not only, I mean, revealing himself through, through that word, and again, there's a whole different reflection there, you know, in, in God knowing us by name and, and speaking our name. But I don't want to go down that road today. I want to go down the road that says, you know, Jesus says, do not cling to me. Do not hold on to me. 
Meaning, Mary, you're sitting here weeping in this Holy Saturday for what has been lost, but you're not seeing me in the present for what can be. And as long as you hold on to what was and that hurt of what was lost, you are not able to embrace this new thing that I have done for you, this new way of being that I am coming to you. Let go, let go of what was so that can ascend to the Father. And what happens when that ascends to the Father? Something new comes in its place. Brothers and sisters, do we get it? I'm going to use an example, not my own. I wish I had thought of it, but I think it's brilliant. I've got five kids. Three of them have already gone off to college. Parents, you who have done this, you know what I'm going to speak about. You who have not yet, it's coming. It's coming. But when you drop, not just your first one off, every one, when you drop them off, it is a very, very bittersweet feeling. I mean, it is so hard because you are saying goodbye to that 18 years. Now, I'm, I'm saying college. It could be any number of other things, too. But, but college has been my reality in experiencing that. You say goodbye to that 18 years of, of that relationship and how that was, and that is never going to be the same. And brothers and sisters, if that doesn't cause us to weep, if that doesn't cause us to mourn, if that doesn't cause us to grieve at some level, I don't know what does. Because that is hurtful. But brothers and sisters, we have to let go of that. We have to let that ascend in order that we can receive the gift of those same children returning to us as someone entirely new, as adults, as equals, as bringing their gifts and sharing that with us on a different level because they come back to us new. And all that that represents and the, and the beauty that lies in that new relationship Brothers and sisters, we live in Holy Saturday so much of the time. And, and I'm not saying that, that that's not reason. I, I just think that's a reality. I'm, I'm not judging anything with that. You know, after the divorce, that's, that's hurtful. After we have lost a loved one, there is pain and grief there. After we have lost the job, after we have lost our abilities, after we have lost our youth, after we have lost our vision, after we have lost our home, after we have lost, I mean, we could be talking to the refugees in Ukraine right now, after we have lost whatever it is in our life that we think makes us who we are, and we grieve it. And that's real and honest and good, and we need to sit outside that tomb weeping. But brothers and sisters, that does not mean, that does not mean the gift is not waiting for us in a new way that we do not recognize. And Jesus, in a sense, says, okay, at some level, at some time, Jesus is going to have to kick us in the butt through a friend, through a spouse, through a loved one, through uh, somebody we don't even care for that much, whoever it is, that's going to have to say, okay, now, okay, now. You've weeped enough. You've mourned enough. Let go of that. Let go of that. Let it ascend 
so you can see that I'm here. I'm here in a new way, offering new possibility and new hope. Brothers and sisters, I am not making this up. The reality of Easter is imbued within life. It is imbued within everything that we are. Again, don't, don't take my word for it. Just look at the patterns of nature. Look at the patterns of life. I mean, I don't ever want to say, you know, how your lives have gone. But, but all the hurts that, that, that we have, we've gone through. Yes, we carry those scars, brothers and sisters. Jesus did too. Jesus did too. And he shows them to him. But that doesn't mean something new can't come from them. And that doesn't mean that new life can't be heard and seen and felt and experienced on the other side of that. You know in your own lives that to be true. I know it in my life. I know it in my life. I, I, know, I know this. The day always follows night. Always. Always. And, and you can say, oh, Joe, come on. Brothers and sisters, I, I, think, I think it's so second nature to us, we don't even think about it. Spring always follows winter. Always. Always. You know, it, it's... New life always comes out of the old. That place we think is dead, that looks dead, but it is not. Brothers and sisters, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Resurrection is not resuscitation. Jesus was not brought back to life and and came back to the same life that he was. Lazarus did. Lazarus was resuscitated. He came back to the same life. He was still Lazarus. But Jesus did not. Resurrection is going through death to something entirely new, entirely new on the other side. And that's why it couldn't be recognized until somehow Mary Magdalene was able to let go of the old to say, that's not coming back. It's not. The Jesus I knew in that sense, that's gone. That college student, that high school student, that child of mine that I've known for these 18 years in that sense, they are gone in order that I may embrace what is new. This day, be it good or bad, that I have, have held on to is no longer there and gone and, and so, therefore, I can embrace what the next day has. That is the pattern of our life. That is the pattern of resurrection. We don't go back to what was. We go to what is and what is next. It's how, in our funeral liturgies, we can hear it all the time. We've heard it so often, we don't even hear it anymore. In our funeral liturgies, we say, life is not ended it is merely changed. Life is not ended. It is merely changed. That's resurrection. Brothers and sisters, in whatever Holy Saturday you're sitting in, in whatever pain, whatever you had to let go of, and, and you're hurting and you're grieving, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. But remember this. Life is not ended. It is changed. And we have to look for this new way that's going to approach us tomorrow. Mary Magdalene, there would be few, maybe none, that knew, knew the heart of Jesus better than she. And even she did not recognize it. So there is no shame in that. But new life is coming. And it's coming in a new way. In a way that is not ended, 
It is merely changed. It is merely changed. And it offers us something new. It offers us a gift there. We cannot hold on to the old. We need to let it go in order that it may ascend and we can embrace the new. Brothers and sisters, Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Let us pray. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Appropriately enough, the second glorious mystery, Jesus ascends. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. Have the best Tuesday. Happy Easter and God's peace.